Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. We're coming in with a bonus episode here of the Stickers on the Mic podcast. I'm Andrew. Um, I'm back to host for this very special guest. We have uh, Bob Haney from Heavenly Waffles, who literally showed up on our doorstep here at Sticker Giant in the factory. And uh, he's in town for a trade show, and he's cooking up his waffles, and he's fed our entire staff. And we grabbed him just to bring him over to the studio and have him sit down to talk a little bit about the growth story of his business, the current venture that he's in, and how his brand came to be. So uh, without further ado, uh, welcome, Bob. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me. Very rare that we can pull in a guest like this impromptu. We appreciate the improv. He has a very interesting backstory, folks. Um, why don't we just sort of, you, you told me before um, how it started really when you were a kid. So can you take us all the way back? We're going to turn the way back machine to okay. really day one where your passion for food began. So I, my grandmother was a really good cook. My mom was a really good cook. One of my earliest memories is standing on a st- footstool over the stovetop helping my grandmother make Thanksgiving gravy. And then from there, I just always, I would make my mom breakfast in bed. I would always make little hors d'oeuvres with like Triscuits and I'd put um, like pickles on top and then cheese and I'd pop it in the broiler and it'd melt. And then I would take them out, you know, I'm from Nebraska, I'm from Omaha, so we would watch Nebraska football games and I'd make, you know, things for my family. So um, when I started doing, so I, I, I didn't tell you this part of the, of the story is that when I started making the original form of Heavenly Waffles. It was a product called Pancrapes. And when my grandmother, who was kind of my rock, my foundation, I was living in Kansas City, and I would come up from Kansas City to Omaha and cook for her because from the time she was 80 to 89, she kind of quit eating. So I would come up and play cards with her and hang out and smoke cigarettes, and I'd cook, and I'd fill her refrigerator with food. But I would make this variation of pancakes that she liked using three ingredients, but there was yogurt in the refrigerator. And I was like, oh, that'll work. So Heavenly Waffles was originally a product called Pan Crepes. And I sold it as a batter. Um, I had them in, excuse me, seven restaurants in Omaha and then did a farmer's, the farmer's market for five years. But because of the yogurt influence, the shelf life was only three weeks. So I couldn't really market and sell it nationally as a batter. So... I ended up moving to Austin, Texas, went to Le Cordon Bleu, graduated from there, moved back to Omaha, um, started teaching at a culinary school in Omaha while I worked on converting the batter to a powder. Once we came up with the, the shelf-stable powder, I trademarked pan crepes. Um, we had them in about 200 grocery stores, and when we would go do demos, we would sell out, but when we, were, when we weren't there, they sat on the shelves. So... We changed the mixing instructions from adding water to adding club soda and egg and oil and rebranded about two and a half, three years ago to Heavenly Waffles and haven't looked back. And it's, we, we sell them wholesale as opposed to retail. We sell them online. 
we're on Amazon and then on our website, heavenlywaffles.com. And it's just easier to get our mix into the hands of chefs who can do all kinds of crazy things with them, which is kind of my, I guess it makes me really excited when chefs do things with my product that I've never even thought. Right. Of. It's a canvas for them. Yeah. yeah it's like, like their canvas. It is. It is. It's, there's not a lot of sugar. That's one of the reasons we're here is we're doing the American Diabetes Association brunch on Monday. Oh, nice. And so because there's only eight grams of sugar per waffle, um, seven grams of protein, only 110 calories in the batter holds for four days, which is kind of an anomaly. No waffle mix or pancake mix holds more than eight hours. They just, by virtue of the chemical reaction of the flour and the water, they separate. So, but because of the protein, it's a more stable emulsification. It's kind of like the difference between a vinaigrette, which is an unstable emulsification, and uh, mayonnaise, which is a stable. So they hold in the refrigerator for four days. The dry mix holds for a year. It's there's something else. Well, you had them. It's the best waffle in the world, I think. <laughs> it, was, it was delicious. And uh, your passion is evident. Uh, <laughs> folks, he's got a big smile on his face. It's great to see business owners taking so much pride in what they do. So um, we on the, on the podcast here, are, are three sort of... Um, areas of interest are business growth and marketing. So how have you been marketing the brand? Let's start there. How have you been getting the name out other than these one-to-ones that you just said? Right. We do a lot. Of, we do a lot of corporate events. Um, we are at, we're rebranding and doing a video like next week, uh, April 1st, I guess is when it's scheduled to explain to people de- in detail the difference between our mix and every other pancake slash waffle mix. Because for the most part, every waffle mix out there is a pancake mix. Um, they're heavy. They're dense. You have a big dough ball in your belly. Whereas ours, because we mix them with club soda and egg and oil um, and blend them in a blender, they're really light. But the fact that 40% of the dry mix is yogurt. So to get that message across is sometimes kind of difficult because people... We'll be doing demos and people will be like, no, 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 that's okay. And I'm not really a fan of pancakes or waffles, which they're kind of my favorite customer because 100% of them, everyone who's ever said that has said after trying them, oh, man, those are amazing. So getting the message across to the general public by via um, a video that we're going to probably blast out on our YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, which we don't really do much of right now. On our Facebook, our Instagram, Pinterest, which I really don't understand Pinterest. Do you understand Pinterest? I understand it. <laughs> I did manage it for a little while here. It's yeah. not my primary social media. Um, it's definitely a place for a lot of, you know, how-to tutorial content and, and, right. and ideas. So, I mean, you, again, it's for those chefs who are looking for a cool basis to work with. You You know, you have an opportunity there. Yeah, I, 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 I think so, but I, I'm going to have to have somebody who understands it. Of course. To, I you work have to delegate. In, right. Yeah, in, yeah, a, in the kitchen. Because I'm not a businessman. You know, I started this, and we made a lot of mistakes. Um, sure. Going into retail was uh, educational experience. I'll it's the it same thing way. with Sticker Giant. We were a retail business before being a custom publishing business. So it's, it's just a different. Yeah, you got to learn. You kind of have to you learn. By, you know, when I was a kid, I, I, you couldn't tell me not to do something. I had to do it, make a huge mistake, and then learn, oh, I, can't, I shouldn't have done that. That wasn't a good idea. <laughs> kind of um, did that in my life as well. So you're, you're doing these, these shows. Um, you're using our stickers and labels on your packaging. We are. Right? We are. So that's one just piece of, uh, of design collateral that goes out there in the world. 
uh, and that's why you're here. Sure. Um, you wanted to see us, and we wanted to have you here, um, <laughs> which is very cool. Um, so your growth story is again. You said retail was an was an opportunity uh, missed, and and you've and you pivoted into other avenues. Sure. Um, where do you think you'll take this business next? Our goal is so we've had a few corporate executive chefs who are friends of mine pitch some national accounts. Um, I can't really talk about it just because confidentiality sure. and agreements. You're in but, the works. <laughs> but chain, yeah, we have a bunch of irons in the fire. Um, a couple of restaurant chains that are primarily breakfast, lunch, um, that want to use our mix be, as a healthier alternative and probably then go all in as a, and get rid of their pancake slash waffle mix. Um, and so we're, our goal, goal is like restaurants that have anywhere from 20 to 16,000. Oh, wow. um, that's kind of our, we, uh, we have one that was pitched about three weeks ago and the restaurant chain has 489 restaurants. So if they path forward, if they pick us up, then that would be really good. But now we have restaurants that serve our mix in San Diego, Scottsdale, Branford, Florida, Gainesville, Florida, Omaha. Hopefully we have, well, we have four restaurants in Denver that we're pitching um, while we're here. And so we'll see just, we'll do what we do until we take off, which I'm confident we will, but, who, so it's you and who else is the, the my head? wife just this so it's, it's the two of us awesome yeah um and we uh, have a co-packer we have a manufacturer in Lincoln that that does all of, makes our mix but for the most part everything that we do is is you all out there myself and my wife very cool yeah um well last but not least you already mentioned um your love of food, but let's sort of just talk about how your sort of professional journey led you to, to, to deciding to even do what you did. Well, it was, I had just kind of, when I moved back to Omaha, um, after, after, well, before I went to culinary school, right. um, I modeled for 15 years and I lived in Athens and Madrid and Milan and Barcelona and New York. Um, and I got kind of tired of that. And that industry is something else <laughs> to say every the season least. every season has a new yeah style. and so. so when I moved back I I worked in some restaurants and I kind of I just the restaurant industry is a tough industry if if you're working at places where pe- people are passionate about what they're doing and it well that's the main reason I don't want to go into the restaurant industry because for the most part everyone who works at a restaurant wants to do something else so the people were not showing up on time, not doing their job. And I was like, I want, I need to work for myself. So I trademarked pan crepes um, and started marketing and selling that. And that's kind of how I got into doing what I'm doing now. And then when we rebranded and, um, and I do, I consult, like I'll, I'll do, um, I, I will take restaurants menus and go over them and, and tweak them so that they're more efficient and that they're, they taste better and plated better. Um, but so I kind of have a lot of different irons in the fire, but the whole heavenly waffles thing, that's, that's our focus for sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's and what we ate today. Uh, we were all very happy. Um, <laughs> so your YouTube, your Facebook, Instagram, what are those handles just so people can directly find you? Heavenly waffles. It's all just, it's heaven- all heavenly waffles. All Go check out our, our Instagram page. That's kind of one thing that we are, I talk about rebranding is, I have a, a, some friends of mine are going to take over all of our social media and 
uh, things that I'm not, that's not my forte. It's a you, full-time job. Yeah, I mean, it put really me in is. the kitchen and I can make you a Korean nutmeg bechamel with diced up hard-boiled egg whites and grate the yolk over the top and make you the best heavenly waffle in the world. But you put me in front of a computer and the hair in the back of my neck stands up and it scares me. So, right, so you do need to delegate that if yeah, you want to grow, right? Right, and if right, you, right. And Instagram is a great place and Facebook and Instagram are undergoing a lot of changes. Um, you know, it's currently March of 2019 and you know, Facebook is talking about sort of maybe changing up their business models. So it requires, right. especially small people like yourself, to get sophisticated and sell the right way and do the best thing for your business. Well, and have people that know what they're doing. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Right. No, yeah. You know, you, in, you, in that area, arena. And that so. is important to, to have a team around you. So we look forward to watching that uh, grow uh, in 2019, and we'll be checking back with you. And uh, good luck here in Denver. Thank you again for just, again, this is a drive-by, uh, drive-through right. episode of the podcast, it Stickers is. on the Mic. We are so uh, thankful that you've given us your time. You, because no worries, your time, Andrew. You are on a sales call. And, we are. And, and, and <laughs> you now have had a chance to, uh, to share your story a little bit more. Thanks to everybody who listens. As you know, um, we are only as good as our audience. So thank you very much for tuning in uh, episode after episode to hear these stories of growth and small businesses and entrepreneurship. Um, definitely leave us a review. It helps us out a lot, whether you're checking us out on your Google Play or any other podcasting service you have. If it's your Apple account, please leave us a review in there. It helps us out, lets us tell these stories of even more businesses as we go. Um, so for this bonus episode of Stickers on the Mic, I'm Andrew, and we'll be back again soon with more Sticker Stories. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customer sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to stickergiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon podcast to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.